0: No, virtual insanity. Yeah, that's why we teach. now <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, welcome back everybody to episode 43 like Woo-hoo! we didn't say in the beginning Yay!
1: i was building up suspense could it be 44 could it be 45 did they go back in time for 38 there you go
0: see now that's it. maybe we'll do that next time we'll go back in time because there's a couple of shows probably could stand a redoing
1: <laughs> i am scott and I am Scott uh, Duarte on this end, Shnall on that. Welcome back, everyone! Yay! And uh, another Friday for us, anyway. Yep. Uh yep. A beautiful, muggy day outside.
0: Hot. Hate
1: hot. Hate hot. Air conditioning not working in my classrooms today.
0: Ooh. So that was sweet. <laughs> Must beat children. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, uh, besides that, not much else going on. That's uh, cool. We have news.
0: Uh, we have a news bumper. No, of course. Do you I don't have, have news? I don't have any news. Uh, so, wait, I believe if the timing is right, this will be the weekend for the Nagoya conference. Um, or it was last weekend. One of the two. Either way, it was. It's the weekend of the twenty-third of June, two thousand seven. And so, uh, get out there. And if you're anywhere near Nagoya, go check it out. If you're not, then stay at home and have a beer, or beverage of your choice.
1: Or go there and have a beer.
0: Well, if you're in, if you're in uh, Eastern Europe, like some of our listeners, uh, or Western Europe, actually, like mm-hmm. some of our listeners, then
1: that might not be. That would be Visible. an expensive beer. It'd be a really expensive beer, and the beer here is not that good. It's good. People
0: always complain about Japanese beer, but it's it's not, it's not bad. It doesn't have the. It's it's a pilsner, you know. There's just nothing else that uh, you can say about it. It's there's not a ton of variety, and and if you drink six
1: of them, you don't care.
0: Yeah, and but it goes good with food, like they always say.
1: I I wouldn't leave Europe. And European beer. (laughs) Well, no, it's not not
0: any fair trade. Welcome to the beer cast. (laughs) (laughs) That's where we get our edgy from. That's right. Could use a little to take the edgy off,
1: That's true. That's true. But then we would just be education. Yeah,
0: education. And that's boring.
1: Exactly. Yeah,
0: because... uh, Did you have news?
1: I do not. Not at this current juncture.
0: All right. So, um... I'm going to plug the one website that I talked about. I think it was last time, again. Uh, Sassy's News, because I gave the wrong uh, uh, address. Web, web it's, site? Yeah, it's s-a-s-s-y-s-n-e-w-s dot blogspot or blogger.com. And uh, it is uh, news that has been rewritten for the actual target audience is elementary school students uh, in the U.S. However, I believe, having read through it a couple of times, That it could be perfectly fine for um, intermediate, intermediate, or even lower, lower, Um, but high kind of on the high side of low, and certainly more advanced students, but not like fluent students might find it. I don't know, you know, you never know what kind of discussion it's going to spark.
1: Well, I mean, she's
0: got purple and black frogs, like live ones. It's really cool.
1: That's bizarre.
0: (laughs) Yeah, where they the the frog is the flog. (laughs) Flogs. <laughs> the frog is black and it's got purple markings on it. Uh huh. It's from Indonesia. I want to say I can't remember.
1: It's an actual. It's not a genetically mutated frog. Nope, real frog. Sweet. Yeah. And it's on Sassy's news. It's on Sassy's news. Yes. Yay. And the whole news article is there are green and purple frogs.
0: Didn't don't remember. <laughs> I remember thinking purple
1: on a frog. They don't look right. We got beer. We got frogs. Man, we got everything. Beer and this, frog legs. This Podcast. <laughs>
0: uh, okay. Um,
1: <laughs> hmm. Were we using anything to get out of the news? It's a no. Yeah. It's a slow news day. It is
0: a slow news day, which is fine.
1: Paris Hilton. But uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I, I get your feelings, <laughs> people, and I will open the window and throw them out immediately after the show.
1: Uh, A slow news day, you know. Go to the only crack, <laughs> only the news slow out news there. that you can get. Exactly.
0: All right. Exactly. So, uh, what are we talking
1: about today? We are talking about move, and what Ooh. is move? Moves, and
0: muds, and moos, and, m- and mules, and, and muse. muse, I like muse, muse is good, move, what is it all that we're talking about,
1: what is it all, I don't even remember what move stands for, multi-user Your virtual, virtual, virtual
0: environment. environment, yes, See, if, if we had stereo that we
1: sent out, that would have been really
0: cool. <laughs> and you know, drop him in the left channel and me in
1: the right channel, actually we might be I don't know. And and for those of you who still go oh, what's that? Because I probably would. Um, uh, think second life. Yes. Think uh, World of Warcraft without the cool part. Without the killing. <laughs> any any type of computeral computeral, computeral. computer virtual world <laughs> that you have um, your own avatar, your own little person that you, or Animal, whatever that's acting as you, yeah. and moving around the environment. Sims,
0: yeah, Sims is a, is probably the best example because, or it's the closest parallel because you don't do anything in Sims, and you don't do anything in these things either. <laughs> um, now, I mean, I do like them. I like the idea. the The original ones were come from uh, one of the other um, uh, acronyms we were throwing out there earlier. Uh, the originals were M O O S or MOOs, and before those even were Muds, which is a multi-user dungeon, and not that kind of dungeon. It's the Dungeons and Dragons. Domain. No, nah, yes. it was a dungeon when I was in college, because <laughs> that's how it was. It was a role-playing. It was a role-playing game, kind of like World of Warcraft, about eight times more addicting, and you had to type everything. Remember Zork? Yes. Like Zork. And if you people out there listening don't know what Zork is, you're too young <laughs> you'll never
1: get. Well, it. I, they had a lot of them for for Commodore 64 and so things. So. That's, that's but what those I'm those weren't really online. Those weren't online, time.
0: but they they were text based <clears> adventures, and so um, the Muds were text based kind of adventures as well. But it was all uh, you know hosted on somebody's server, and you'd get the. The entrance address, and you'd go and try to level your character, dude, right. and kill rats. And sounds a lot like Warcraft, actually.
1: But they <laughs> but evolved no to Mules, yes. which is multi-user learning environments. So we right. took that fun game and we killed it and made you have to learn. <laughs> yeah, um, what education's all about.
0: Yeah, the one that I remember trying, and if this was back, it was still like a telnet sort of a thing. So you'd have a little white window. Mm-hmm. And you could move your your cursor around, but you had to do it with the like the north, south, east, west
1: arrows, directions. You, yeah. yeah,
0: and uh, not necessarily arrows. You had to type N for north. E oh for my east, yes, w for I remember. And, for south. and so you'd move around in this little village, and there are a couple of these boxes which represented houses
1: um <laughs> that you could go
0: in, and inside would be a text chat.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, yeah.
1: <laughs> wow, those were the good old days.
0: Yeah, I can't remember what the one and I know the one that I'm thinking of is still online somewhere.
1: Um in a museum.
0: It should be. But but you know, it kind of goes back to the whole idea of using uh IMs and chat-based stuff mm-hmm. in class. Um there's there's uh there's there's time and place. Right. Um you know, getting students to, you know, put stuff down sometimes they're more likely to uh, throw stuff in if they can hide behind a little bit of a facade right uh, Sometimes I have my students actually I don't do the the whole text thing that much anymore. Um, but at one point I had one class who had uh, used their actual first names and then I had another class use uh, pseudonyms mm-hmm. and uh, the one the class with the pseudonyms actually were mo- a little bit more outgoing,
1: a little more open
0: yeah. Yeah, more willing to make mistakes. Cause...
1: Well, I mean, there, there's been studies that um, students are more willing to speak out and speak openly, more candidly in their second language because they feel, especially in Japanese, yeah, yeah. they they are tied to certain mannerisms and and traditions that they have to stay within right. in the Japanese language. But it, within English, they are free. They feel free to uh, go against the. The norm, yeah, and actually, and so, well, let me, let no, me, I'm fin- sorry, I'm sorry, before I I beat you down. I thought you were done. And so, if you put them in a virtual wor- world where they have a lot more anonymity,
0: yeah, anonymity. Is
1: that, I don't know, where they're anonymous a lot more, <laughs> um, then then they're they're probably going to be even more open to to just being very candid and frank and and taking more risk. Yeah. Within yeah, the I, language. I,
0: I definitely agree. And I think that that um, moving out of that text-based chat and stuff and moving into a thing where you're actually moving some character or doll, if you want to look at it that way. Avatar is the term that's generally used.
1: If you uh, want to play with dolls, that's fine, man. Yeah, dolls. Doll's a knife.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, and moving the avatar around and stuff, um, it gives them one more... Well, like you said, layer of anonymity. I can't talk either. (laughs) We're English teachers. I talk good. Um, And uh, it uh, not only lets them say what they want to say, but a lot of these, particularly Second Life, um, you can look how you want to look. In Second
1: Life, you can dance how you want to dance. Dance how you want to dance. Be what you want to be. Do what you want to do. Thanks, (laughs)
0: Thanks, <laughs> Hammer. <laughs> um, and uh, oh man, it totally blew my train of thought. Okay, um, uh, it, be- but it, it because it separates your 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 look from who you are, and right, it, it lets you take even more chances with uh, with what you want to say or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to be talking primarily dealing with uh, Second Life. Is there any others in that article that they mention? Not really. Okay. Not Um, really. And what was the one that...
1: Active Worlds. Active
0: Worlds, that's it. Um, Active Worlds is also a virtual... I don't know, there's a bunch of ways to call this stuff. Virtual World, um, they used synthetic world in this article. Where did we get this article?
1: We got this from Learning and Leading with Technology, the (laughs) May issue, May 2007. so the active world i i think i mean i didn't i had colleagues who were fooling around and trying to make it work. It was a lot uh raw yeah in in graphic quality yeah second um, second, than life. second life
0: yeah second life has uh good eye candy eye crack eye crack no that's warcraft uh that is definitely warcraft so um yeah, and actually, let's talk a little bit about Warcraft for a second. Not what you're doing. <laughs> not, uh, I don't want to know how many sweaters you can knit with your knitting skill.
1: I'm, I'm up to silk, silk bags.
0: Are you really? Yes. How sad is that? <laughs> you're a knitter, but you're not no, actually no, even really a real sad, knitter. <laughs> you knit virtually.
1: No, no, even sadder than that is because... In Warcraft, they have a whole economic system, Um, and so knitting gets you no money. So instead, I'm going online to play this game to go fishing, because fishing makes you money online. (laughs) Now, how sad and pathetic am I for that? Do not email about comments yes, for that. Spe- speaking of
0: which, <laughs> my email is s-c-o-t-t at e-d-g-y-c-a-t-i-o-n dot o-r-g, and yours is... I'm
1: not giving it for today. Yeah, it's S-C- Scott Duarte. S-c-o-t-t-d-u-a-r-t-e. Scott Duarte. One word. Well, all together. No, no spaces, all lowercase, at education.org.
0: Yep. and uh, Email
1: me. Tell me how pathetic I am.
0: Actually, probably more along the lines of... Email him and let him know what server you're on. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I I, honestly, I can't throw any stones because I play uh, D&D online almost as much as you play Warcraft. Almost. However, I do not go fishing in my virtual world. I don't knit in my virtual world. I don't fish in. I don't even know. What other skills are there?
1: Knitting in the virtual world.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because she is needing <laughs> Anyway. Who was um, that? Was Madonna. That Madonna?
1: Yeah.
0: A little did she How know. How did that stop?
1: Anyway. <laughs>
0: yeah, so if you play d d online, <laughs> drop me a line. Let me know what's going on, what server you're on, stuff like that. And Same for Scott. He doesn't want to admit it, but he really wants to know anyway. Mm. Um, Our viewership it, it. is
1: yeah. decreasing second by second yes. as, as, we, as we talk. Okay, so, so let's get back into well, what did you want to talk about Warcraft? Oh, because
0: because Warcraft and D D online and Ultima and um what were the other Diablo and all of the other online games where you're running around smoking stuff, um, are a different I mean it kind of goes without saying, are different from things like Second Life. Right. Where Second Life, you can build a virtual learning environment.
1: Well, Harvard and many other universities have their own learning environments within Second Life where they have actual uh, lectures, serious lectures, and so forth. Um, The U.S. Senate has built its own virtual uh, Second Life. Yeah. And they've had some of uh, the congressmen and senators go on and, and give lectures on certain days. Probably not Ted Stevens, <clears throat> Probably
0: he, not. He wouldn't want to clog the tubes. <laughs> but anyway. The, the, so it the,
1: is a serious thing, and it's not – don't be afraid that, oh, it's this online computer thing. It's a game. I'm not going to let my students play a game. It, it's, it's more than a game. Like I said, it's moved from these games to mules, to learning environments. Yep. And that's what I think. I think,
0: personally, there is a value in having ESL students playing in an English version of Warcraft or in an English version of uh, D&D Online. I think that uh, they have the opportunity for real-world uh, interactions, for mm-hmm. better or worse. Right. And i got to really stipulate for better or worse, because there are some people who are not so friendly, Not not... Well, they're they're jerks. Yeah, <laughs> they're not like stupid jerk. Well, no, some of them are stupid jerks. Anyway, there there are people. There are some situations that will be would be very difficult for a second language learner, uh, any lower than high intermediate. Um,
1: some.
0: Yeah, but but you know, at the same time, you know, it the games are really addictive, and you're going to stay in that immersive environment for m- far longer than you're going to do far your far
1: longer. Then you need to.
0: And um, there is, you know, if you go back and look at Piaget and Vygotsky and the whole psychology of play and and uh, lowering of the effect of filter via crashing and stuff like that, uh, I I can't say that having your students quote play games is a bad thing. Right. You know, um, and it, particularly if they're interested in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one of the things I tried to do and failed miserably at... Do you remember Magic, the card game? Yeah. Um, I was collecting... Uh, I used to play... I had some good cards. <laughs> um, I was Geek collecting... factor raising yeah. to new levels! There goes the other three listeners. Crap. <laughs> um, I used to play a lot, and I was collecting uh, Japanese cards, and I was trying to work through my Japanese that way, and I did learn the kanji for Swamp. <laughs> However, so useful! However, actually, in this area, it's not, not necessarily a bad thing. Oh, swamp! <laughs> Look, I can draw it, but I don't know how to say it. I learned the kanji for spit the same way. I can recognize it, but I don't Sweet. Anyway. <laughs> Do we have negative listeners? How does that work? <laughs> um,
1: We're paying them now.
0: They're rewinding it. Um, the uh, But the point is that I was using the game to help further my language. Right. And uh Using things like it's not all that different from using things like stories and stuff, except like you create your own adventure books right. There's not quite the same degree of writing or whatever like that, but you know it's still being a social environment, and it's fun, and so you spend three hours a well, day, I mean, what's the difference? A lot, lot of
1: teachers will bring in games like um basic games like Pictionary or some even Trivial Pursuit, lower editions of Trivial Pursuit and things like that. What's the difference? Yeah. There's not much difference.
0: Yeah. I would agree. I would agree. We should bring somebody in to argue with us about that.
1: Obviously, there's no one to argue Mm. with us. We're right because Uh, no one's here. That's right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's logic Uh, for you. Love being a teacher, um, <laughs> but no, I I think that uh, the one thing. So let's move back away from D and D and WoW back to what we got Second here. Life. Second life, okay. Um, Second life can be very cool. There's some interesting things happening, like you said, the uh, Harvard and Yale, and I think Stanford and Berkeley all have uh, like places online. Right, and-,
1: and I mean, of course, those are are are. Those schools aren't very good, but I'm sure there's better schools out there also doing it. So, <laughs>
0: as he says with a grin in his face, although yes. you can still write him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's also other groups. Like, uh, do you remember the Connections group that I was telling you about? I don't know, a month ago or so. That's the open source learning. Oh right, right, right. Group. Um, they have a thing there. Uh, the Creative Commons people with Larry Lessig and uh, the whole alternative to uh, copyright. Mm -hmm. People have a section there. Um, There's a ton of podcast little islands and stuff. Um,
1: And it's just growing and growing and growing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they have, I think, I I looked online, and at least a million to to two million registered users on there. So
0: yeah and so you know even the one thing I didn't like I've, I went and did it and stuff like that and I know we had talked about it, it must have been a year ago yeah now early um, on and uh, we at first said we're for it and then we said we we're against it
1: well we said be careful because they had the, the credit the, card right,
0: right. scam fraud I before yeah. it, I was for it before I was against it uh huh I want to be president <laughs> um, you're a flip flopper you right. flip flop I like flip flops they're comfortable <laughs> Focus. Okay. Um, but uh, I, I think it's worthwhile. I personally got a little bored. Um, the uh, moving around and getting your dude to do stuff is not quite as intuitive as I would have thought it was. Uh uh-huh. It's similar. And if you're familiar with games like D&D and Warcraft, um, you'll be reasonably familiar with at least the basics of moving around, right? But some of the basics for interacting, I thought, were a little more of a pain uh-huh. than than I wanted them to be. Uh, I wanted it to be a little bit more simple, but uh, but as far as moving around, it's the teleportation things that were actually okay. hard to get from one spot to another because um, you can fly. I like to fly, and which it. is sweet. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so I kind of recommend it. Um, you should definitely go check it out and see if it's your bag. Um, you're go- it's not something I would recommend for a whole class. All right. I wouldn't put a class through it because it's just, if you don't like your hair or um, if you only feel comfortable when your head is throbbing in pain, <laughs> then by all means, get a class of 40 in there. Uh, however, if you have a club, And everybody in the club is really interested in computer stuff and English, Uh and are motivated into electronic things. Then you have a group that you could that would be willing or be would be worthwhile to take in as a group. Right. Um, Outside of that, if if the students are only moderately interested, don't let them show them it's there. Let them deal with it.
1: Well, I mean the the thing that. A lot of American school districts – now, that the article mentioned uh, mostly K-12 through 12 school districts yeah. are, are – they have teen Second Life, yeah. which is open to select uh, educators. You have to apply oh. to the, the company to, to get a, a license or whatever to be allowed in, hmm. and they're creating projects in Second Life. So, for example, they had um, – one thing that they mentioned in the article was they made a timeline for world war 2 mm-hmm. now instead of just a regular line on on a chart they they could import images um, sound files and things like that and so you create a virtual museum that the students avatars can walk through and click on and it has a very 3d feel to it yeah that's that was
0: cool i, I thought that that was really nice and
1: so it this sounds like more for content-based ESL courses. Yeah, yeah. Um I don't know how hard it is to import the sound files and all that um because yes. I don't I don't Second Life so I don't know. But um you need to have a specific purpose. Yeah. I don't know how easy it is to just or how effective it is just to let your students loose and say, okay, go talk to certain people. Yeah, that's, I mm, mm, mean, no no likey. Exactly. And just a a quick Google search, the only thing I could find for ESL was Mr. Kip. (laughs) I don't know, some some person in Germany who opened up uh, an ESL in Second Life little room or building or something, and there's not much to it, it it sounds like uh, it says basically an ideal supplement to real students um, where you can hold your classes. But that's just holding a class there. Now, a lot of the universities in the States are using it for distance learning. And if you're doing distance ESL learning and there is that, then it would be a great forum because I'm pretty sure you can have a mic and you can yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can talk as well as just typing in messages. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, Um, people give speeches and concerts. Some big band, I can't remember which band it was, but they gave a virtual concert. It wasn't Second Stones, Life. was it? No, but it was big like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And everybody is like, but what? <laughs> <laughs> it was a heavy metal band. Uh-huh. This is the one I was thinking of. Anyway, anyway um, Anyway. but yeah, these those virtual spaces in there are definitely worth – well, they're worth something – it depends on your goals, right? As a teacher, so you as a teacher, I would recommend go take a look at it real careful. Well, and take a look have at some it very and, and, and ideas. yeah,
1: prepare quite a lot. So I mean, you're gonna need to spend, I would say, a good five to ten hours just getting acquainted with it. And I mean, those five to ten hours can fly by right. without even noticing it. Um, so that that's the positive of it. Yeah. But you're gonna have to really. Familiarize yourself with it, to in order to use it um, in the best possible way, most yeah, effective way.
0: The other thing is you're going to have to remember that you're going to be doing the troubleshooting for your students, right? And, and so when they have a problem, they're not going to go to the sys the sys admin; they're going to come see you because you're the one that showed them how to get there. And so, um, right? They're going to they're ask be asking questions for you. So if you want to be good at Second Life, that's definitely a way to do it.
1: Uh huh. If you're going to, let's say you're you're K through 12 listening to this, if you want to use it in the classroom for, for certain things, then you're gonna need to get permission from your admin to load it onto all the school computers. Yeah, I uh,
0: if you're gonna do that, then I would definitely say take the time and get into the teen second life rather than the regular one because the regular one's just too big and there's too many extraneous extraneous. Outside factors. Uh huh. Um. On well, I mean, if you're in the teen
1: life, then I think you automatically have access anyway to the regular one.
0: Mm. But, but you have to actually get out. Okay. To the regular one. Okay. And so, but it's it's more with the regular one. It's just like the real world. You don't know what you're going to come into, or come across, or whatever. Right. And uh, you, again, you'll meet some nice people. You'll meet some maybe not so nice people, or whatever and uh, stuff like that.
1: Well, but the th- on, on a beneficial note, uh, Second Life's free. Yes. Yes, it's very cool. So whereas you might suggest, well, you know, do the Sims Online, because they have a Sims Online, mm-hmm. but that's that's a pay yep. you game. you got to buy the game, you got to buy the... Um... The membership, you have to pay a monthly fee, and I'm sure there's a group rate, but still, there's a group rate. Right,
0: right. And, you know, while I am open to the idea of games as a source, um, and most uh, administration are cool with, you know, using Monopoly or uh, particularly Scrabble or even something like Trivial Pursuit mm-hmm. as a in-game play activity. Um, most have not gotten... Most are not progressive to the point of saying, oh, yeah, go play Sims right. in class, because they don't get it. But, yeah. But... Um,
1: yeah, but they um, they give some and and let me give a quick quick plug too. This is written by Ross Perkins and Kathy Araguen. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, but I'm sure I'm not. Um, they give a couple of pointers when you're checking it out. Um, look for user uh cap- capabilities and affordances. Um. How much autonomy does the user have what what all can they do uh is it a, a typing only or can it be voice
0: uh, also mm, can yeah. it use the
1: voice yep. um what software hardware and networking um requirements do you need yep on looking at these um, what are the the cost yep are they free will it will it continue to be free right um your goals and standards. What have you need have a diff a definite uh, curriculum in mind to use? Right. Yeah. You. need This is not one
0: of those things where you just want to go in and say, "Okay, go hit it." You definitely want to have some definite ideas, kind of like the web quest idea from uh, back a couple of years. Mm-hmm. You want to have some very specific things that you want the students to accomplish. You don't want to just go in and say, "Okay, go for it." Right, which can be done in other things, but um not not so much with
1: this well, the great thing is you you give them definite goals, and if they're excited enough, then they're gonna go back on their own time and play and and experiment and find new things exactly, exactly, and it'll start taking care of it, and the last thing is um well, no, actually, not the last thing, legal considerations if you start making your own uh Things in the environment. Mm-hmm. Who owns it? Right, right. It does the. Me, the, I do. Well, does a software company like YouTube? Right, right. Can whatever you put on YouTube, they can. They could manipulate use for whatever they want. Yep. Uh, in any way they want. Um, and they don't pay you. Exactly. Meeting special needs, um, students who are visually impaired or have uh, development difficulties. Disabilities. Yeah, yeah, development disabilities. Can they use it? How How does it affect them? Yep. And just the, the time and training, time for you, uh, and the time and training for the students. Yep. What, what's the learning curve on it? And those are all very good things to uh, look at before you delve into it. Absolutely. Um, Final thought I had one and it escaped me. There it is. Go get it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Well, then we will start with the. Man, I'm going to remember it at 1
1: a.m. Wake up and... Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Oh, wow. Oh! In in the the article, it said that the teacher who's... One of the teachers that was using it um, had a student of learning disabilities and that they just excelled with this because it it taught them... um, It was much easier for them to focus on the activities. Um, It created greater... Um, self-confidence in their learning and it was just a very positive uh, cool. learning environment for them. That's excellent. Very beneficial for the students who n- might normally be swept under the rug.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it gives them equal access to a lot of stuff that they might not necessarily have equal access to. Exactly. Regardless of how the teacher tries.
1: Right. So, so for this to work in the ESL world, you you really have to figure it out um, how to best use it. Yeah. I would think there needs to be a meeting place for ESL students around the world to go and meet and be able to talk and communicate with each other. Not just going and, 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 and flying. And, yeah, yeah. 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 But Probably I don't fun, know if it's though. out there or yeah. not.
0: <laughs> well, if it's not, uh, go make it and tell us about it here at education.org.
1: If it is... Tell us about. It. <laughs> yeah,
0: and if it's already out there, then uh, let us
1: know so we can uh, spread it to the masses.
0: Exactly. And uh, my final thoughts are: there are definitely some good good uses for this. Um, there are some definite pitfalls that you need to watch out for. But if you have the right motivation and your students are, have the right motivation, uh, a special group of students will do very, very well with this. Right. You're good.
1: I'm good. That right. that sums it up for me. Well, then,
0: thank you very much. Have a great week, everybody. And uh, we will see you next time.
1: Take it easy, everyone.
0: Peace. Bye. Still got another nine seconds of music.
1: <laughs>
0: There's only... Oh, there it goes. All right. See you, everybody.
1: Bye-bye.